0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast. We're up to 485, and this is December 15, 2018. I'm Anna Marie here. Hi, everybody.
1: Hi, Anna. Uh-huh. Hi, Anna.
0: Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, Josh. Hey. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Is everybody on the magical reading carpet now? <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. Reading rainbow. No, we don't read. We play video games.
2: Mm. Well, we play RPGs, so that's technically a lot of reading. That's Littering true.
1: Rainbow. <laughs> Take a look. I can't read a book. Little <laughs> rainbow. Oh, Chris. I can't do anything. Chris.
0: Chris, mm. stop and just tell us what you've been playing. <clears throat>
1: um, nothing. Well, you forgot <laughs> to
0: talk about the fact that you played Return of Oberdin last I week. I
1: did. I did. And I finished it. Yeah.
0: So we just, I, we I didn't like up on the game. Yeah. I was scared. Yeah. I didn't like playing it alone. <clears throat> you um, told me,
1: oh, I'm just, I'm bored with it. But really you were scared. Of no, it. I was
0: frustrated with it because I couldn't get any further. If the fact that it was scary made the decision t- easy.
1: Man, you, this, just, this, this discussion epitomizes marriage frustrations for Chris Bervetier because you tell me two <laughs> different things at the same time and you, you keep waffling. It's either... It, 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 I'm it, sorry,
0: but these things are not
1: mutually exclusive.
0: The game can both about be uncomfortably like scary and too hard. <laughs> Playing it together was much better. So, Chris, do you, do you even know what
2: marriage is? It's a <laughs> series of contradictions.
1: <sighs> so we had fun finishing up Return of the Oberdin. Um I found that I felt the story wrapped up unsatisfactory. Not like it didn't wrap up properly or anything but just like, oh, the big reveals at the end I felt like, uh-huh. I kind of already inferred all that. And Anna was like, oh no, that was perfect. I love the way that ended. So Two different feelings about how that wrapped up. Um we we solved everything, we got the extra scene or the extra chapter, we all we are all done. We understand the Oberdin. We submitted our insurance report, and there is a real actual frickin' insurance report, which I think is a wonderful thing. <laughs> and uh yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. So yay.
0: Yeah, we realized some people actually got out alive.
1: Mmm, spoilers.
0: Um, not really.
1: <clears throat> so yeah. We oberdind and if you like murder Sudoku.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but play it with somebody, because your two heads are much better than one in that game.
1: Put on your big person pants.
0: <clears throat> no, take your pants off. for podcasting. Oh, right, right, right. right.
1: Sorry. Uh, but I'm on camera. It's camera not showing? under your waist. Oh, I don't have the camera showing. Here we go. Camera. Yay. Hmm.
0: And you could be watching us on camera, too, if you joined us live every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer.
1: Anna, that's not all I played this past week.
0: No, we played another game together. We co-op
1: played a game. Yes. Entirely. Yes.
0: To celebrate
1: the downfall of Telltale Game Studios, we played through all of the first Batman season.
0: That game is really good.
1: We played it beginning to end, back to
3: back, uh, last Sunday. (laughs) Saturday.
1: Whatever.
0: Was it Sunday? What? It might have been Sunday. Yeah, it was wasn't Sunday.
3: The, was, wasn't this the one that bombed and they lost a ton of money on? Wasn't that the second one?
0: Yeah, so the Batman series itself didn't do very well. The first one did better than the second.
1: I, yeah. I hope it did. Otherwise, why did they make a second?
0: Because they were contractually obliged to. Oh,
1: all right.
0: Just saying. So here's the You liked it. <laughs> we liked it. But here's the thing, Chris, and I've been thinking about this like all week because I've been really anxious to play the second game. If you play Batman games, you're going to hate this game. Why? Because it is all talk and oh, no action. Yeah, of course. And then the but action that, that you do have to have. It's a
3: hotel game.
1: That's what you, you're supposed to have. Yeah, but... If it, then and, it has and, really, really poorly done action. No, sequences. no, no, no.
0: It's not poorly done, but it's not difficult. It is so unbelievably uh, forgiving.
1: It's difficult for you.
0: Yeah, it's difficult <laughs> for me, but that's not saying anything. I'm
1: pressing A. I'm pressing A. Anna, your finger's on the B button. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we playing on Xbox? The buttons are all wrong over here. Let's be on PlayStation Four.
0: I've
2: never oh, we'll, said that. We'll get into we'll get into incorrect button presses when we get to what I've been playing, but go on. <laughs> I was about to ask how how much batmaning is there in this game like there's, okay, so there's tons of batmaning
1: I mean, to the point because where you're i you're planning out like you you like scan rooms and put together action plans of how you're going to take out criminals and and there's detective vision and all this sort of stuff and you you piece together what happened it's very It it is and, like so oh batmaning oh my gosh and then the most Batman-y thing of all kelly kelly you get to decide when batman's just going to sit there and brood Oh my god. And then and then like (laughs) we we had an option yesterday of just catapult away. (laughs) Instead of actually saying something (laughs) in a conversation. No zip line away. (laughs) Whatever. You know, bad yeah, boom. Yeah, I could have either and so
0: yeah, so we're gonna jump ahead a little bit. We started the second series yesterday because we were like, Yeah, we wanna play more of this. Um and so in the first season, all the episodes are a are in that sort of one to two two hour, mostly closer to two hours. Um, So we figured about 10 hours to finish the entire first season. Um, And the episodes are super well paced. Like there is really never any downtime. There's not a, there's not really anything that I would consider like filler or like empty space. Um, You're always doing something interesting which is good because I think the game that I played before this from Telltale was the Back to the Future series, and it had issues—major pacing issues. Yes, yeah, it did. I've, so I was a little I've always in...
2: heard. Sorry, I've always heard that Telltale can be very hit or mess.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I had a ton of fun because I could be Batman. And it wasn't too hard and there was a lot of conversation. And here's the thing that's really cool. And I know they played this up so this shouldn't come as a surprise. But there are chapters where you are like, where Alfred basically lays out a decision where it's like, all right, you can approach this as Bruce Wayne and here's how you would do it. Or you can go there as Batman and here's how you'd handle it. And you actually get to pick between the two of them.
2: And the correct answer is always be Batman? No.
0: No, in fact, I think we've no never correct. chosen to be
1: Batman. <laughs> Here's the secret uh, about Telltale Games. There, there are no, no wrong decisions. An, there's no correct answer. There's no wrong answer. Even the things that have big impacts don't really have big impacts. And the stories kind of ends up the same, even if it seems like, but I just did a hugely different thing. And it's like, yeah, they're going to make it all mean the same anyway. So that's kind of a disappointing thing about it. But that's also... A practical way to develop a game rather than making essentially three different games based on which paths you choose so I can't fault them too much but it's like you you sit there feel like you're making this totally tailored story and then you go kind of read like what other people did if they got the other way and realize oh It's basically the same thing with a little bit of different window dressing. Like, oh. Now,
0: I do find in the second season, even in the first episode, I feel like the decisions are more meaningful. Uh,
1: They're making it sound like they're more meaningful. Like, we've totally messed up some relationships already, we think. Yeah. And we haven't spoiled ourselves on the decisions in the second season. So I I have a feeling, Anna, that it's going to be the same sort of thing. But we'll find out. We, we really pissed a lady off. Like, we totally chose the wrong answer.
0: Yeah, Amanda Waller doesn't like us.
1: No, I meant Tiffany, but, you know.
0: Oh, oh yeah.
1: Well, Amanda, well, we Waller, did, Amanda we Waller doesn't like anybody. We either. didn't do that well with, with
0: the agent either.
1: Yeah, I, I thought we were handling Amanda very well. Like, we were telling her everything she would want to hear and be very cooperative. And at the end of it, she's like, you have a very strained relationship with her. Like, we didn't! what did you want from us and none of the decisions we made were the ones that mattered apparently it's like oh my gosh
0: so we're having a ton of fun with those games um i want to go back
1: and replay the first episode
0: so yeah and so i i actually kind of want to go back so in part way through the game um you have to choose um either to protect your bat tech or protect the bat cave
1: Oh, that's the first, yeah, yeah.
0: And so we decided to protect the bat tech. And? No, the bat cave, the bat cave. Either way, yeah. So because of that decision, our bat tech was disabled in the next episode.
1: Mm-hmm. So you want to see how that next episode would have played different?
0: Right, because if we didn't protect the bat cave, we wouldn't have the, the voice in our ear anymore. Yeah. We wouldn't have our backup. You know what's
1: going to be different, Anna? It just means you would get the option to plan out an attack. As opposed to just having to run through and press the buttons to kill people. Mm. That's all it would be. I'm telling you, Anna. Mm. You're you're expecting more than you're going to get. Okay. (laughs) Which is the slogan for Telltale, by the way. (laughs)
2: Chris! (laughs) Too soon?
1: Too soon.
0: Too soon,
1: Chris. What are they doing now? The third Walking Dead and then it's done for good?
0: Well, Telltale isn't doing it. They sold it to somebody. And that somebody hired a bunch of Telltale staff.
1: So I just went to Telltale.com, and I'm getting an expired security certificate warning, so that's a good sign. Yikes.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: my account here. Um... Were, were
3: they still working on the Minecraft thing because they had a deal with yeah, uh, so uh, the, uh, the, the Netflix?
0: Yeah, so the Telltale company itself is working on that because... Um, I don't think they want to be sued for a billion dollars.
1: My account doesn't even work.
0: How did we log (laughs) into it? I don't know. (laughs) We logged into the Telltale account on the Batman game.
1: And I'm scared to mess it up now.
0: And so, (laughs) uh, yeah, now we're curious how that worked. Anyways, um, yeah, we we are definitely going to continue playing the second season today. We'll probably finish it today.
1: Well, we have other things we have to do today, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Batman...
1: Instead of hockey? Batman. Instead of hockey? Ooh. I mean, you know I'm down for Batman. <sighs> All right, so you'll think about that. So what else did you play, Anna?
0: Well, it, it's what you. What else have you been playing?
1: Nothing. What do you mean, what else have I been playing?
0: You tried Severed on the iPad.
1: I did. Oh, my gosh. I, I finally mustered up the courage um, to get over my, my issues with body horror involving dismemberment um, to try out Severed on the iPad. Because it was like two dollars at some point, and was like, I know this game's really well, and I want a, like a good real game on my iPad, and this one is one of the few like games that's an actual console release from a real publisher, and and I'm sorry, I'm using very
0: pejorative terms. Yeah,
3: <clears throat> yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I got a... to got a real bad. Call. It is a game that was designed for a touch screen interface so there you go
1: so so in that way it's actually just an ipad game so i shouldn't feel good about it right so uh (laughs) or wii u game or a vita game i guess it was a vita game right
3: yeah vita was first yeah
1: so um i did i I started playing it um severed has been described as a metroidvania um in some of the lists i was going through earlier in the year for metroidvania mania so i'm like i knew what i was getting into i was on an airplane i was like all right got my ipad um It is, you are a lady who has just lost um, part of her arm, uh, one of her arms, uh, and that sucks, right? Um, And apparently her family's all been kidnapped, and she's alone in this weird demon hellscape that looks kind of like where she's from, except it's populated with monsters, and this weird dude's like, hey, um, here's some powers, go get your family. Or here's a sword, go get your family, rather. And along the way, you eat monster parts and gain powers, and I don't know where this is going, but the point is, you go around and you, you slashy, slashy, slashy with your finger on enemies, and you have to do, like, you know, slash in different directions if they're blocking in certain directions, and then if you do it in a uh, long enough in a row without uh, getting blocked, you fill up a focus meter... And then you get to do finishing moves on the enemies when they're out of HP, and then and then they drop a bunch of monster parts that you can then use to upgrade your skills. So, that's your cycle, and then you're going through um, dungeons, which kind of feel like Legend of Zelda E, but first person view, because you're going through looking for how to solve puzzles and going to rooms in the right order, and press the button, look for secret panels on walls to press, that sort of thing. Um, and it's just got a real great atmosphere, and a real great art style, um, and Uh, Interesting combat, because every enemy is very different on how you have to approach it and what you have to do to kind of avoid their attacks or counter their attacks or keep them from attacking, depending on the enemy and how they're built. Um, And, yeah, everything is feeling real good. Um, It's very... It feels big because you're just walking and going through dungeons and then to the next dungeon, and it's like in a straight line. It's not like open-worldly. It's very linear progression through the dungeons, so I don't know how I'm going to go back to the old dungeons that have rooms I couldn't get into before because I didn't know how to, but now I know how to. So I haven't figured that stuff out. Um, (laughs) But I will say that so far I'm enjoying it. I think it's good. Um, It's uh, for... Because I have RSI and uh, issues with uh, with my hand, uh, it's very it's hard to find like a very comfortable way to play because that sort of like repetitive slashing motion can uh, wear down on me after a while. So I kind of need something to hold the iPad for me, and I don't have a good setup for that because um, the uh, like my nightstand holder is not stable enough for that sort of frantic slashing, um, and if you hold it in your hand your thumb can sometimes drift onto the side of the screen and then the slashing doesn't work right and then you have to move your... So I'm wondering how this would work on one of the new iPads where they have, like, edge to edge. Um, fortunately, I don't have one of those, so...
2: See, when, I, when I'm playing Picross on my phone, I have, like, one of those uh, be- phones with a bevel on the side and mm-hmm. trying to hit the, uh, the blocks on the side where the bevel is drives me up the wall.
1: Oh, yeah? All right. Oh, because it uh, slopes off? Yeah. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, the game should take that into account and not go over there. You would think. It's one of the issues with Android development. It's hard to know because your mm-hmm. your display just says I've got pixels over here, and they don't know necessarily that they shouldn't use them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So I'm I'm having fun with that, and I don't know what else you you said it looked interesting. I think you would enjoy playing it. Um. Like like I said, there's a lot of like goopy goriness into in it but you've seen it already so yeah if if you think you can deal with it i think yeah you should play the game if you think it's a bit too icky for you then don't um and yeah you know dude it's you are playing as a a lady and she gets trained how to fight by her mother so there's a lot of like girl power stuff going on so i do like that too because that felt cool and then um you, like, put her armor on. You're like, I'm going to go avenge my family. Or like, avenge. As far as you know, they're still alive, so I don't know. Anyway, so what was, severed. What
2: was the body horror element that you were kind of You literally
0: of? sever things. Well,
1: you okay, lost an yeah. arm. And so you see her in the in the mirror, like, with, like, her a stump kind of bandaged up and stuff like that. And it's still dripping blood and all that. Um, <laughs> uh. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like. The worst horror movie or anything like that, but I get real squeamish with that sort of stuff, so mm. I just have a low tolerance for for dismemberment.
0: No wonder you won't play Don' Gun Yeah,
1: I know. Chicken. I know. <laughs> that Batman episode we were playing last night was just real great for me too. <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> oh, because everybody kept people bleeding out of orifices.
1: <laughs> no, people l- kept losing figures. Oh
0: tests. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I, I imagine
2: that one metal gear game side game where you're cutting up stuff as riding is just an absolute nope.
1: <laughs> uh that I did. Oh oh no, uh, Rising, I haven't played that yet. I yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Alice That's keeps like telling the whole point that. of that I know, right? game
0: is yeah. to Is that the one that came out on PC and it's just chop 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 chop? Yes. And yeah. I should,
1: I should get a mod and replace everything with watermelons. <laughs> Turn into fruit Ninja, <laughs> <laughs> Metal
0: Gear Fruit Ninja. <laughs> oh goodness. So kind of piggybacking onto Chris. So here's sort of the interesting thing that's been going on with me is I haven't been on the show for two weeks. So I finished um Nor nine, which is fine. And then I've kind Wait, of had... people don't remember what that was. It's a visual novel for uh, Vita about n- uh, nine guys
1: and three female Oh, heroes. this one wasn't very interesting, was it? It was
0: interesting. Okay. It was the one where I liked some of the bad stories better than I liked the good stories. But I talked about it a lot two weeks ago, so... All right. Um, so I decided after Nor 9, I would play Jean d'Arc because... Have you played this before? I have never played Jean d'Arc before.
3: Really? Well, yeah, okay. I
0: totally missed it back in the day and people particularly mac um had really been on my case about playing this so i'm like yeah, all right Stiana. i'm gonna play yeah Mistyana, big time all right i'm gonna play jean d'Arc. and so how far did i get
1: yeah i haven't uh, seen you play it lately did i i
0: yeah so i got like 10 missions in i'm level 25 seven or eight hours and then atelier uh, trilogy, the, the Arlen trilogy came out for the Switch.
1: But you haven't been playing that either?
0: Well, I did. I got to Assignment 3 in Atelier Rorona. And then we went to Seattle.
1: And all you've been playing is like the most garbage of iPad games. Yes! I like, just, uh, it is like garbage, garbage. <laughs> like, unbelievable garbage.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I decided that I just I wanted to take a few days off of serious gaming and so i've been playing like my match three ipad games and <laughs> like you don't
1: understand how bubble garbage popper garbage is. it's so garbage
0: and um egg ink and lots of uh smt dx2
2: you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm not the only person that does this. Where you just kind of don't want to play anything mainstream and just want to zone out in front of. Like for me, it's always either Picross or like a match three uh, puzzler type stuff. And
0: yeah, I,
2: I feel you so hard.
0: <laughs> I just I just wanted to chillax for a little bit. Oh, and I got a new coloring game on my iPad. Goodness. It's like a color by number game called Happy Color. I swear,
1: I've gotten you one like that before.
0: Yes, but it wasn't color by number. It was I just color was. in. No, it wasn't. I know exactly what game it is. Oh, okay. I played it like three times, and I was like, I don't like this because I have no direction.
1: <laughs> is this because you're colorblind? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's better if you did it the colors you thought looked best. <laughs> okay. Because then, then I could look at it and be like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like well, what is this <laughs> I I will
0: respectfully disagree oh
1: that. you haven't seen the joy you don't have the joy of looking at your spreadsheets and being like oh dear lord what <laughs> Graham were you thinking
0: Graham doesn't mind my spreadsheets mm-hmm.
1: just so,
2: Graham uh, I, I ought to just send you some of the line art that I have sitting off off to the side that I've needed to color for like half a year and just number it and be like you hey, go go to town do the flats on these
0: <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, that that's what I've been playing. Okay, I I guess that was less long than I thought it would mm-hmm. be. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, Josh, what have you been playing?
3: Uh, also, not much. I've been uh, still a, another week where I spent a bunch of time sitting in doctor's waiting room. So. Uh, I, you know, it was more Vita time. I, I finished off Valhalla. Oh, I want to play that. Oh, I can mail it to you. It's really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just we own it. Oh, okay. On Vita, right? It's on Vita, PS4, uh, maybe there, PC, and I think there's maybe a Switch version coming.
0: Yeah, it's not an RPG, Chris. It's a visual novel.
3: Oh, so yeah. not die for Valhalla. No, no, Spark it's V A
0: dash one one Hall A. Yeah, we have
3: that. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It, it in the time it I, that I was playing it, I, just as I finished it, I finally got used to uh, writing the name out correctly. Mm-hmm. So that figures. <laughs> <laughs> but the ending to that game was just I I don't know it just it clicked with me with the way I've been. Uh, so
1: we gonna go play read only memories and experience some of the crossover. Yeah, there's, there's just crossover a crossover where he shows
3: up. That's all. Yeah, there's a character who shows up. Same okay. for uh, Y2K that's coming out in January. There's a couple Firely. of characters. Oh, yep, that's <laughs> fine. I'll yeah, we'll talk about I that think, later. You know, there was that crossover. I think they share a publisher. So there's a couple of Easeberg? characters. Yeah. I think yeah. there's two. I can't even remember now. But, yeah, I think it was, you know, Y2K was supposed to be out, like, two years ago, so the crossover was supposed to make kind of a little bit more sense.
0: Yeah, and then their mom died.
3: So, oh, that's you know, what it was. Okay.
0: It, it kind of took some room out of their development.
3: Yeah. That that can happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But Valhalla's great. You know, go play it and serve drinks to cute anime waifus. <laughs> And uh, after that, I, I I needed another Vita game to to play, so I plugged in Tokyo Xanadu. Yay!
0: That game is so good.
3: I've only got I haven't gotten very far. I only got through like the first chapter, but like the beginning of that. Doesn't game, it feel like just, trails? Oh, good lord! It feels like Cold it, Steel. It it is so it, it's so JRPG. Um, cliche everything at the the beginning is you know like the main character his family has uh left him has gone off on a business trip for a year and left him home alone of course
0: so he takes odd jobs
3: so he takes odd jobs he's got the the neighbor next door who's a childhood friend who wakes him up every morning and makes him breakfast you know like shocker (laughs) is it a girl Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Didn't that go without Does saying? Does she like him? Does she uh, like him? But yes. doesn't want to say, is she Sundari? Uh, yes.
0: yes. <laughs> she's not Sundari. Okay. She likes him, but she's keeping it quiet.
3: Mm-hmm. And you then, have another childhood friend who shows up that he doesn't remember, you know? It, it, it's Wait, it's you a lot you don't remember
1: of... the child? Oh, goodness. Come on. yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of those, and then it looks. Yeah, you can tell all the. Oh, geez. Of course. Uh, Toa so, the, from... so
1: can I say I've had that experience in real life? The childhood friend that I don't remember, <laughs> who's telling me memories about sitting on the bus with me and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I don't remember you at all. Oh, this
0: was the guy who contacted you on Facebook. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, did you pretend so to remember, or, or no? Did I, you was just have... I was honest. I was honest. So you know. Yeah, and I, I still don't really remember him, and it turns out we don't have that much in common anymore, but that was cool that he contacted me.
2: <laughs> See, I, I switched schools at about 10 years old, so I didn't have the same elementary school friends as I did in uh,
1: middle school. Yeah, me too, so that's why I don't remember anybody.
2: Okay. Yeah. it
1: just, those links broke, and then in my mind, I just couldn't keep them all up.
0: Like, yeah, did, I- I think I've talked about this. I don't know if I've talked about it on the, about it on the podcast. But um, so I went to the same elementary school from like grade three onward. And then I went to the middle school that was uh, the feeder for it, And then I went to the high school that was feeder for that. Um, <clears throat> and my mom walked into a store in the mall because she still lives in the town that I I basically grew up in. And this girl was staring at her. And my mom was finally like, I don't know why you're staring at me. And the girl says, this is going to sound really crazy, but do you have a daughter named Anna? (laughs) And my mom was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I went to elementary school with her. Excellent. She, she like left. So I had her in three, four and five, and then she left to a different junior high. So she has not seen me since I was like 10 or 11.
1: But she remembers your mom, <laughs> but, who looks like you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I think I've talked about how much me and my mother look alike. But yeah, turns out me and my mother really look alike. Yeah. Since someone who hasn't seen me in almost 30 years was able to pick out my mom. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> I might look a little bit like
1: just mother. a little, Anna. Just a little. <laughs> All
0: right. Um. So what? What have you been playing, Kelly?
2: <laughs> well, like you, I haven't been on the cast for two weeks either, and I had right. finished. I have a question out.
1: for you, Kelly. Just before, okay. just to preempt you, how much Sonic have you played in the past two weeks?
2: Oh God, you're trying to bait me into something, <laughs> aren't you? We'll talk, you gotta
1: about, talk it. about it. Okay,
2: I have not
0: touched any Sonic.
2: I and... feel
1: like you are a failure to Sonic fandom and that you should feel sad. I just wanted to guilt trick you. Do
0: you want me to throw something at him? Please do. No. Ow!
1: What was
0: that? There. Done. Talk, Kelly.
1: Who throws chapstick? <laughs>
2: <laughs> For the record... I am holding judgment on that poster till I actually see it out of silhouette. And supposedly there was, like, another poster going around that showed him out of silhouette. But nobody can confirm nor deny that that's real. So until I actually see an actual movie trailer, I'm going to withhold judgment.
0: Okay. And So what have you be been me? Like? So I finished out
2: Cat Quest. Yay, I kind of didn't. I did everything I wanted to with that game. Um, after you finish the main quest, you have the option to build your own cat colony, which I did. Though I wish I would have waited to get married until I built the built that cat colony because some of the um, marriage choices in there was kind I of.
1: Don't, I
2: don't know. I kind of settled for a uh, cat. You and, settled. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you settled. Oh.
2: And um, there's one cat in the custom cat colony that is very sundare. that I would have loved to have married just to see what his reactions are. Like when you give him fish and stuff, he's like, oh, I guess this is cool. Uh, so that, he,
3: that sounds that really very sundare, or is yeah. that just a cat? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, cats are the most sundare of animals, so who knows? but um and i i raised a couple of kittens and that was fine but i pretty much did everything i wanted to do in that game i might revisit it um at another time like when i get bored with other things just to see like what else you, you can do especially now that i kind of know what to do in that game but that was such an amazing little game for a 15 dollar indie game
0: i loved yeah, I it i want to pick it up it's it's going on my list of things to buy next year
2: Yes, but I had I put that aside because um, the Persona Dancing Collection came out.
0: Yes, and you like platinumed it all. Um, I'm I'm still working on five. Um, I basically
2: played in chronological order, so I started with three first and platinumed that one, and then going from three to two, which is technically the first one that came out, was kind of jarring because I didn't realize that four had a uh, story mode and to be honest I kind of just skipped through all of that text because I really just wanted to get to the songs <laughs> and I found it rather annoying that in four you actually had to grind money to buy all the costumes and stuff which was just such a pain but luckily you could turn on all the challenge modifiers and just mash buttons to grind out the money that you needed to buy all the costumes
3: well well, don't worry they fixed that in these now you got to just pay 50 bucks to get all the costumes right
2: (laughs) no um what's funny is that in the two new ones uh, there really isn't a story mode yeah um you just play the game and you unlock social links just by playing the game like um some of, some of the social links, you have to get brilliant, a brilliant score on a bunch of the songs. Some of them, you have to play songs with uh, different costumes and stuff like that. And each person, you kind of go into their room and have like a brief little social event with them. And that's how you unlock more costumes is um, having the social events. And I, I definitely like that method better than for having a story mode. Because t- t- truth be told, when I'm playing an RPG spinoff, like a fighting game, or in this case a music game, I really don't give two craps about the story. I don't know, I the just fighting wanna...
1: game stories is like an entire giant visual novel.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's like,
1: I I just want to fight. I don't want to... You want to read for 30 minutes now?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to have to sit through hours and hours of dialogue just to get to the fights or the dancing or whatever. And I, I realize that it's, you know, crafted dialogue and that there's a story there. And I know that people worked on it and I appreciate that. But for me, when I'm not playing an RPG, I just want to get to the action. I don't know if anybody feels that way. No, I feel you. Okay.
3: Well, I agree. Considering the kind of effort they that uh, the Persona team has put in on these, uh, the story and the spinoffs have not been great.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and you know, to, to me, this I shoehorning a story into some of that just feels very tacked on. Like they're trying to justify the sixty bucks that some of these cost. Yeah. But um regardless, I, I I honestly didn't think I would like these games very much. But I have not been able to put them down. As a matter of fact, I've been like seeing the little star marks and like when I like having a Tetris effect going to sleep at night. That's how much I've been playing these dancing games. And what what's also funny is um you know, I've been st- starting out all the songs on easy to kind of get the hang of the noting and stuff like that, and then slowly ramping up each song to uh, normal than hard. And I tried to do all night difficulty where they instead of having the notes um, be lined up, they're like, I don't know how to describe it in audio. Like, well, okay, well, let me go, let me back up a little bit. So you're using the triangle square and X buttons on your right hand and then the up left and down buttons on your right hand to do these notes and in easy mode or in all the modes except all night like whatever simultaneous notes there are it's always the same tier so you're hitting left and circle to do those simultaneous notes and stuff like that um all night mode makes it so that you to do like simultaneous notes, you have to press any button. And it really screws with my brain. What? what D Annie, you played dancing all night, didn't you? Um
0: yeah, a little bit. It's been a while.
2: It's it's really hard to describe. You almost have to pull up a uh Let's play of a song in all-night mode To see just how crazy The note charting gets in all-night But it's like the highest difficulty And it's super fast And just It's insane And part of the reason why I'm not good At rhythm games is because my brain Has trouble processing All of that crap on the screen (laughs) Mm. Um. That's why I kind of noped out of DDR pretty uh, pretty quickly because you know I was seen so much of the arrows and it's like I can't process this and that's why at least with Dancing All Light it was very easy to just kind of ease into the different difficulty settings but then All Night just kind of throws that curveball with the note charting and it's like okay for any song that I need to do on All Night for an achievement I'm just gonna button mash because that, that's the other thing I like about this series is that none of the achievements really require you to um, do anything on anything too difficult on the higher difficulties and you can unlock everything and all three games, just to do it playing on normal or um, p- pretty much playing on any difficulty you want. And they have modifiers for each of the songs or they have modifiers so that if you want to make things easier, you can um, one of the modifiers in three and three and five is so that it does auto-scratches.
0: Oh, nice. Because, yeah, I'm yeah. terrible at those. Yeah,
2: but that, that, because I played three first and then four, four doesn't have that. Yeah. And that really got under my skin, so trying to get King crazy on one of the songs was just driving me crazy because I had to remember to do the scratches. Scratch. yep. And, you know, it that moves my hand off the buttons and then really messes with my brain charting of where the buttons are. So that was one of the first things that I turned on as soon as I unlocked that challenge modifier. And then the other one was that um, good notes don't break combos. And I've just been playing most of the game on that, and you could rack up a pretty high score that way. And, and yeah, I, I've been having a lot of fun with this game. I'm going to be sad when I find way platinum Persona Five. I really hope I really hope that they like at, do more. I, I almost kind of want to pick up some of the DLC for this game. But yeah, uh, isn't
1: that what that's for? For people who want to keep I, playing more stuff. I, I guess so. It's just the DLC is like really, it's expensive. Um, yeah, it's very, very expensive. How, how much is it? I think it's like
2: as much, if not more, as the actual game. What, yeah. To get it
3: all, or how much is it per item yeah. and stuff? The song pack is like twenty something, twenty plus, wasn't it?
1: Oh, so just the songs is twenty. You don't need the costumes, right?
3: Yeah, and the costumes don't work in the DLC songs anyway. Oh wow! Yeah. What? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs>
2: There was also a bunch of free costumes, including um, a Sonic costume from Morgana yeah. that referenced uh, Way Past Cool from the original cartoon, which I think that's the first time I've ever seen uh, the cartoon being acknowledged in a game. <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, nice. I, I'm definitely glad I bought this. I'm glad I bought it at a price error for sixty bucks for all three games instead of the ninety nine, because that pretty much put all three games at about twenty bucks a pop.
3: Nice. The the appropriate price for the
1: three.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- that's that's been Persona Dancing all night. I, I'm probably gonna finish that up this week. Um, I've been kind of picking at trails of cold steel a little bit in between dancing sessions. I'm on chapter 3 right now where you go to uh, the highlands to stay with Gaius's family.
3: Ooh, that's uh, a good part. Yeah. Horse, get to ride around on horses.
2: Yeah, I was running around the highlands uh trying to find treasure chests and stuff after you get after you're given your field studies and uh, that game is so gorgeous. Mhm. Um it also felt good kicking the ass of those nobles that were trash-talking
1: before. <laughs> I don't know. I think the horses are better in Red Dead.
3: You yeah, know? but you don't have to worry about the horses dying in okay, Cold that's Steel. Fair. So. Yeah. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> They don't get dragged along on a train. <sighs> Afraid not.
0: <laughs> Alright. I think that's yeah. everything. Oh, and
2: oh wait. I, no, you've I been playing play. other things. Yeah, um, I also picked up the sega aegis fantasy star and if you've ever wanted to play the original master system fantasy star then this is the one that you need to play because they've fixed
1: a a lot of problems should we play the original fantasy star
2: i mean how much do you like 8-bit rpg lack of story
1: Uh, not very at this point like do i i don't know that i want to go back to that
2: because I mean that's what it is. Is you know it's an eight bit RPG. There's not that much story. It's more about the exploration and uh, t- talking to every NPC in town to figure out where you need to go and what you need to do.
0: Oh, it's Dragon Quest.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, it's such it's such a gorgeous game for an eight bit game. And the best part is the um, this version finally restores the music from the. Um, original Japanese version that was done with the FM FM synthesis. I can't talk. So um, instead of getting like beepy, boopy, MIDI sounds, you actually get decent music out of it. So is that like a
1: special add-on for Master System from Japan or something?
2: I I honestly can't remember what the logistics of it was. I know that the Japanese Master System... If you play this game on a Japanese master system, it has completely different music. And if you compare the two, it's like the Japanese one is just worlds better.
1: So then the hardware must have
3: been different in Japan then. That's cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. This, also it, has,
3: this has auto mapping too, right? So yeah, you don't it, have to use
1: grid paper. Ooh, look at yeah. that. Yeah.
2: It has auto mapping. It has... Anna. Oh,
1: Anna. Um, Anna. Ooh, Anna. I, this I, is for you. Wow. Look
2: at this. Um, Increased walk speed, a fast forward button so you could fast forward through battles. You can play an arranged version of the game, which gives you more EXP and money. Wait, wait!
1: You get a cat in your party? What? Yes, yeah. Now is sold. Yes,
0: I'm. Um, going to Play this.
1: <laughs> um, if you press the cross
2: button, you can kind of see a spell and item list, which tells you oh, all the. Oh
0: yes, this is the one where you can get um um. Uh, first food.
1: Oh, instead of fast food? Yeah. Did they not change that in the remake? I don't. Yeah,
2: I can't believe I didn't, never picked up on that was supposed to be uh, first food. Or fast food. <laughs> but also, the, the joy of finding a burger in a chest.
1: Hey, in Earthbound, you get burgers in trash cans.
0: <laughs> but Chris... yeah, I... Okay, I, I need to stop to for a second. Chris, what are you doing over there? What? You're wanking on your keyboard?
1: Hey. No, I'm playing iPad.
0: Oh, you're playing Severed.
1: Nope, I'm leveling brands. Oh god, it's no, a okay. half off event in SMT DX two. Oh, well, I guess I should spend some. Yeah, yeah, now you're gonna start doing it. Yeah. Stop
0: winking on your iPad, please. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, Kelly. Stop please using continue. That
1: word, it's just gross.
2: You. Uh, no, you would, you prefer,
1: no, would you prefer no Would you prefer fapping? No Everyone go away
2: <laughs> I, th- I think we should start the news now. We broke Chris and I'm I'm done gushing about Fantasy Star, but okay. if you're gonna if you're gonna play Fantasy Star, this oh, is the I version to play.
1: I think you should, Anna.
0: I'm, it's it's going to be another game that I need to buy for the Switch and play. All right, well, and uh, s- sorry is before
2: it? we start news, I'll, I, you'll all need to know that I did pick up Mercenary Saga for ten bucks because it was on sale. Yeah, this that's week, a good so.
0: deal. There's like some really good deals on stuff. Yeah, if on someone the wanted to get week. someone
1: a bunch of digital Switch games. Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, mm. yeah. It's almost like there was a reason <laughs> I asked for your Nintendo password, mm-hmm. Dick.
1: Oh. Did I give it to you? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I just ran that, That's all.
0: <sighs> What's up? Stop buying Christmas presents.
1: I haven't bought anything. Okay, fine. Yes, you did. You bought a memory card. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to use that on my Raspberry Pi now. <sighs> do,
2: do you guys not have a uh, Christmas sound for, treaty?
0: Uh, he asked for a memory card for his raspberry pi he asked for a memory card for a switch and then he went and bought himself a memory card and keeps saying don't worry I'll just use it for the other thing
2: see my husband and I have to ask permission if we're going to buy stuff for ourselves from the it officially starts uh, after black friday but this pit, most recent, we had to start it in November, and any purchases have to be approved by the significant other. Otherwise, Gee, Chris, they're that banned. sounds like
1: a good idea. Yeah, but I know you—you you didn't buy the right one, I'm sure, because I have yeah, the wrong we, one on my list. So it's okay. I'll, I'll just return one of those. And <laughs> we had to Im-
2: we had to implement this policy because a game was purchased that was a present, and yeah, it kind of caused a little bit of a kerfuffle. So.
1: All right. I would like to point out that is the only thing I've bought this year, and that's actually doing better than most years. So, you know, back off, please. No. Okay. Sorry.
0: You still bought something.
1: Yeah, you need to draw up a Christmas zone treaty. No, I'm not. We're not doing a premarital contract agreement.
2: It's not a premarital contract agreement. We're doing a
1: postmarital contractual agreement.
2: It's called the Christmas Zone Treaty, and it basically keeps you from buying anything from for yourself for, from the month of November till till Christmas. And trust me, it prevents all kinds of arguments.
0: Okay, trust let's me. do the news. <laughs> <laughs> beep 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 beep. Thanks, beep, beep, Josh. Beep. All right, so um, kind of funny games had um, a game showcase. And they actually announced things that were relevant to RPG
3: gamers. a bunch of things,
0: yeah, a bunch of things um so first um y2k a postmodern RPG has an official release date um, January seventeenth 2019. Um, we have written multiple impressions about this because it's been going to PAX for years. Um, yeah, I think it's been in like paxs for four years in a row, and they go to east and west. So we get, like, multiple impressions every year. (laughs) So So there's um, lots
3: of stuff written about it.
0: Yeah, so the (laughs) idea is, is this game is set in 1999, covers the disappearance of the main character's um, friend Sammy, um, and it's expected to be about 20, 25 hours. And it's got, like, an action RPG-style combat system, which doesn't make sense to explain. You kind of just have to see it. So um, watch the release date trailer.
1: So we're talking about... This is the one where everyone has a different style of combat depending yes. on what, what hobby they're into. Correct. Yeah. Yep. So the photographer takes photos, the DJ scratches records, yep. the guitarist plays Guitar Hero, etc. Yep.
0: Um, We also got more news about Judge Eyes.
3: Hey! Yay! It has a title now. Yes. So
0: it is officially called Judgment for North America and Europe, and it's coming out in summer 2019.
3: And the big news is it's getting an English, English voice
0: acting. It's getting English Uh-oh. voice acting.
1: Uh-oh.
3: Are they trying to kill it just like
1: they did the first Yakuza?
0: <laughs> um, Crispin Freeman, Matthew Mercer, Jeremy Lay, Yuri Lowenthal, James Hong, okay. Edo Ross. These are big names, Chris. Well, but not
1: as big as the first Yakuza, right?
0: <laughs> um, Matt Mercer isn't a big name.
1: Um,
0: Crispin well, Freeman isn't a big ha- name.
1: Who did they have James as the first James Hong one? isn't
0: a big name. Yuri <laughs> Lowenthal isn't Campbell, a big name. I think Campbell
1: wasn't the first one, Holy wasn't he?
3: Who was I thought James, James Hong was, was like a I thought like Scully
1: wasn't the first one, no? Was it someone
3: else? Yeah, they had a bunch of big names, but it didn't have anyone uh, who gave a flip. Okay.
1: <laughs> I thought James Hong was like a huge actor.
0: Yeah. He's 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 Google him, Chris.
1: What are we talking? Yeah. James Hong, isn't that the guy who was on American Idol? No. No. No he's thinking William Hong. Oh, same guy, right? No. Okay. It sounds like he but he the, was
0: in Kung Fu Panda as Kung Fu Panda's dad. Yeah, okay. he's the duck.
1: Oh, is he the dude? Oh, him. He's the one who's like um, the the condescending Asian guy. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes.
3: <laughs> the The trailer has the English voice acting in it. It does sound pretty. It good. sounds. Oh great. no, no,
1: James Hong's even better. This is uh the dad in Wayne's World too yeah that, that's oh. how you have to that's how you have to identify him to me okay <laughs> so it's the dad in Wayne's World. well too. he's oh. also he's also
0: re- he's also got that like snide voice so
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I know what you mean now see the most but... recent
2: thing i remember him being in is he's in diablo 3 as the jewel crafting vendor
0: yes i don't think that's oh, a credited role I didn't though know
1: he was that okay yeah he's um what's his name yeah
3: but Sega seems to be going all out on this. They're also doing like two different uh, subtitle tracks to match up, either whether you're uh, watching yes, the I Japanese was so or impressed the English. By
0: this, so yeah, there's yeah. a no Japanese subtitle track and an English subtitle track.
1: No, I'm so scared about this. I, you Why? guys have have good vibes about this, but. This sounds like monumental b- budget spending to be able to then turn around and say, "See, we spent all this money and it didn't do well. We're not going to do that again. We're not even going to bring these games over." It's just I feel like we're starting the cycle anew that we had
3: with Yakuza. But,
0: yeah. disagree. I, I
3: disagree. Yeah, Yakuza sold like a million copies in the West. The 6 did, I think they said. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you know, like it, it it's getting to where it's one of Sega's major major sellers here in the West. As hard as that is to believe, considering where it was just three or four years ago.
0: Sophie wants attention, but it's mm-hmm. only on her terms.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Our poor kitty. She
1: has an.
2: Oh, eye Sophie ulcer. looks like. Sophie looks like Nami. Mm.
0: Well, and she we just fixed her face, and now she has problems with her eyeball. Yeah. She Aww. just she can't be healthy. <laughs> nope. Poor kitty. Poor baby. Yep. All right. Um also got announced um Operencia the Stolen Sun. Um and this is a first-person dungeon crawler that aims to capture classic gameplay um by mixing it with modern conveniences. So I I uh, oh it's Zen Studios. So yeah. They are going to have a closed beta for Operencia. Um, very soon. So, if you're interested in signing up for it, um, go ahead. It's operencia-rpg. dot com, or just click on the story, and you will get a link directly to it. So, I'm trying to think of what else Zen Studios has done because I know the name.
1: Uh, Zen Pinball. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they, they 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 bought all the pinball rights away from the other right.
0: people, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Long gone days has a release date. Um, it is coming April twenty nineteen, um, and it is also now available on Steam Early Access on PC and Mac. What's it about? Um, Long gone days follows Rourke, a young man trained as a sniper from childhood by an organization known only as the Core. This looks indie. Yeah, it's very yeah. indie. But it's-
3: is it just me, or does it kind of have like almost like a Lucas Art scum? It has vibed. like a Is studio
0: Ghibli vibe to it.
3: It's it's like marrying an anime aesthetic with like a scum game to me. Yes. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought too. I yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, because the characters have no necks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, then, um, kind of funny games also had a huge sort of plethora of these um, showcase videos that they put out, um, and a bunch of them had games that are relevant to RP gamers. Um. So, the first montage included Disco Elysium, which Chris is in love with. Disco
1: Elysium, and you're in love with it. Okay, we're both in love with it. All right. When's it coming out?
0: Um. Doesn't have Give a release a date. date. Give me uh, a date. 2019.
1: First half of 2019, they're saying.
0: Okay. Um. They also showed Slay the Spire, yeah. which is a roguelike deck building game. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's
3: f- out already. Is it? Yeah.
0: I- Are you sure?
3: It's on PC. Yeah. Is it early access or just out? Out. It might be early. It Must be early access. Yeah, because I've had it on my Steam page for yeah, forever. Yeah, because it's.
0: I mean, all of these games are scheduled for release in 2019. Okay. Um, Fay Tactics, um, which is a strategy RPG, and oh, I, Anna, I look can at this.
1: No, did you see Faye Tactics? This looks like you. Yeah. And then and then there's like um, there's like cooking matching games in the town. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, when is that out?
0: 2019. Uh,
1: is everything 2019? In
0: the first, in the first montage, disco has Disco Elysium, Slay the Spire, they now, and I can, I can fall, I can, and no, they're all aimed for fall. 2019. Slay the Spire, um, which is a game that I think you're interested in, is also coming to Switch.
1: Yeah, I know. Like everything good on PC is coming to Switch, <laughs> which is so weird. Um, it's so, so weird.
0: Um, the second montage has. Um, <coughs> Excuse me.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Don Thorn, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, which I know nothing about, other than it's a prequel to Hazelnut Bestial.
1: Uh, what does that even mean? Is Don
3: Thorn the one this that looks, looks like, like, like a Zelda? Zelda? Yeah, this yeah. looks like a GBA, the Game Boy Color Zelda.
0: Okay. Hmm.
3: I mean, it 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 was like, like totally treading the line between like, you know, between. Between homage and ripoff, like it almost just like, totally
1: looked. <laughs> Anna, yeah, I don't know if you see my screen with this, but like seriously, you have looks...
0: the camera f- hyper focused. Oh, and it's focused on your shirt, and not your face.
1: Listen, there was a cat there earlier; it was interesting. <laughs> okay, look
0: it's not this, interesting anymore. Look at this. Now.
1: Look at this. This is. This <laughs> is wow, it's Zelda. Right? <laughs> And you interact with the soup sage of pepper spice. I am
0: pepperoncina, soup sage of pepper spice. So there you go. All right, and then the next one in the uh, montage that we're interested in is Boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah,
1: woohoo! You kickstarted it. What do you care? About? You kickstarted it. Well, you had me kickstart. Yes. It.
0: So I'm I'm pretty psyched for this game. Um, you, where it's a dungeon crawling RPG where you date your weapons. We've talked about it a whole lot. so
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, the next thing in the showcase that was interesting to us was Virgo versus the Zodiac.
1: I hope there's a shmup in here that we're not talking about. Yeah, Devil engine. Yeah yeah.
0: Um, so Virgo v- oh, Virgo versus the Zodiac is a turn-based RPG with timing mechanics. and uh, you are actually playing the bad guy in that game.
1: What is this Reverie game? Did we talk about this already? Yeah, it's
0: an adventure game. It looks like
1: Earthbound. Yes, it does. Okay. So, which means I'm very. I know you're, you're totally not interested. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm interested until I hear it's an adventure game instead of an RPG. So, yep. Oh, here's Virgo.
0: Yeah, so it says available now. That's wrong.
1: Oh, oops! They made a mistake. Yep. <laughs> And Boyfriend Dungeon, of course, which Anna's super looking for. Yay,
0: to. I can't wait for which, this! Which weapon
1: you da- which weapon you dating? The cat. The cat? You can't date the cat. You can only pet the cat. Says you. Well, I'm telling you, I... they told us the cat is just... You can be... Um, what's the word?
2: Best friends?
1: Yeah, but there's another more appropriate word. Platonic? Yeah. Life partner? No, you life cannot partner. be a life partner with the
0: I <sighs> Bob. Sal, hetero life mate.
1: Hetero life mate. There I, you go. I, I want to date the
0: cat. No, I'll date, date the, the crow. Cat.
1: That would be bestiality. You're I'll, not allowed to. Do
0: I'll date that. the crow. Uh
1: huh.
2: So, so you're worried about bestiality,
0: but yet you're dating swords.
1: <laughs> those swords are of Just age pointing it out. Those swords are of age, intelligent, sentient beings, and can make decisions for themselves and their bodies.
0: All right. So the third montage. Um is a bunch of games we don't care about except it lurks below. We also talk a bit about Tunch because it's a it's basically a, a kunio kun ripoff. So it's a co-op beat 'em up. Mm. Um yeah, it's it's starting Tunch is starting its Kickstarter next year, January 14th. Um and then It Lurks Below is a pixel act pixel art action RPG with randomized dungeons or loot. And if that sounds cool to you because you're tired of Diablo but want to play a Diablo-esque game, um, you can check it out now on Steam Early Access. So that was all the indie stuff from Kind of Funny Games. Oh, yes! Um, One other thing um, that was announced was um, Lapis Cross Labyrinth.
1: So are bunnies going to the labyrinth? I... Or is this lapis like lapis lazuli gems or something? Yeah, like lapis yeah. lazuli
0: gems, because the keychains that you get with the collector's edition are all gem shaped.
1: All right, so this is really a Steven Universe game. N- no. Oh, okay. That's too bad. Yeah.
0: So, if you are interested in Lapis Cross Lazuli, this
1: looks like a it's Vita a game.
0: side-scrolling action RPG. It's.
1: It must be for Switch.
0: Uh, yeah, Switch and PS4. Yeah. It's um, it's sort of like Dragon's Crown or um, yeah, Odin's
3: characters on top of each other, is it and that me? like changes how you can attack. Yeah. Okay, so that's
1: Final Fantasy uh... World of Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only well,
3: action though. Yeah.
1: But, but it's all act. Okay. But it's super actiony, Chris. Is this MOE action? Is that what we're saying?
0: Um, um it's sure. sort of like if World of Final Fantasy and Dragon's Crown had a baby. That would be well, Lapis have, Cross Labyrinth. Well, the
1: art looks that way too, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like the Vanilla Wear art style, but with um, like stacking. they tried to do cute anime characters instead of their normal stuff that they do. Yeah, it's weird. Wasn't this? But this is done by called, NIS.
2: Isn't the stacking called Mochi Mode? I like Mochi Balls. <laughs> okay,
0: perfect. <laughs> Look at all
1: those gems. Yeah, I want to play this.
0: All right, yeah, it well, looks so much fun. It's uh, coming out. It's probably gonna be terrible. Well, hang on. Uh,
1: let me Let's see. It's probably going to have a, a bunch of systems uh, available spring 2019. I'm sorry, I just I I don't trust NIS action games. What do you want for me, Josh? I,
3: I'm not sure I trust NIS period, but yeah, certainly not action games.
0: Oh. I,
3: I like the stuff they localize, just not necessarily the, the stuff, stuff they, they make. develop. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. that that's that's Unless totally fair. <laughs> All
0: right. Um. I think that is all of the kind of no one more thing got announced at kind yeah. of funny games, um, which is a first-person adventure RPG called Away Journey to the Unexpected. So this game is coming to PS4 on February fifth, twenty nineteen, and then followed this is by the a weird switch collaboration,
3: where, where the development studios in France, but the, all the animation is done in Japan.
1: Oh, and it it's got a weird look to it, doesn't it? Yep.
3: Yes, it does. So
1: it's like Serious Sam, but an RPG. Yeah. So the <laughs>
0: idea is, is you play a kid that ha that has no skills himself, but is really good at making friends. You and don't so look the like friends, you're making friends. So the friends fight for you.
3: Where? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know, Chris. It's
3: what? at the end of the at the end of the trailer. It shows what that where that you bat was missing you all of its your... insides.
1: Whoa. Well, like.
3: Like that's part of the thing. Like you'll start seeing at the end of the trailer, they'll oh. show you where you're you're playing as one of the other like robots or something, and you see the world through their eyes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I think this character running around with a stick in their hand.
1: Yeah. That's The guy making friends.
0: Yeah, that's the guy who makes friends.
1: He the just game looks beat interesting up a though. With a stick. That's yeah, that work. didn't work so well. It doesn't look like it worked.
0: Yeah, no. So he can't fight. Oh, this looks awful.
1: He has to have friends. <laughs> really interested in this at all? I thought it looked cute. All right. Yeah.
2: It actually kind of gives me a slime rancher vibe. Seeing the art. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But, but you're not slime ranching.
2: You no, just have dudes but- running
1: at you like, ah, I like Skyrim, but even worse combat. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this game comes to PS4,
0: Switch, and Xbox One on February 5th, 7th, and 8th, respectively. PC version is coming out in February, but doesn't have a specific oh, the date. 8th on there, too. Yes. 5th. Oh, Feb. Oh, I see. 5th, 7th, yeah. and 8th. All right. Eighth. All right. PS4, Switch, Xbox One. Away. Because all the systems have their own release
1: schedules. Let's, let's send this news story away. All right.
0: Um, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition, new you mean trailers
1: You mean Crestoria?
0: No, I mean Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition oh. is getting a new
1: trailer. Okay, trailer.
0: So at the same time, they put out some more trailers for Tales of Vesperia. They also announced that they are going to be localizing Tales of Crestoria. Isn't
1: that a Pokemon?
0: No, that's a phone game.
1: No, I think there's a Pokemon called Crestoria, isn't there? No, no.
0: I'm gonna throw more chapstick at you. It
1: looks like a crescent moon. I, I. It's a legendary. Isn't this a thing?
0: No. Well, Criselia. yeah, I, it is. celius cr- Cris-
1: Yeah. There you go. I knew there was. Tales of Cresselia. Got it. Tell me about C- Tales of Cresselia, Anna. All right. And um, then throw stuff at me.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a phone game that's going to be like Wait, a full-on...
1: Tales RPG. Okay, let's go back to when it was a Pokemon because that sounded better. All
0: right. Um, if you're interested in playing Tales of Asperia, like me, um, it's scheduled for worldwide release on January 11, 2019 for PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. They don't have an, a date for Tales of Crestoria in the West, other All right. than the you fact. You
1: said it's going to be a full Tales game on the phone? Yeah, that's Where what do you they... get that info from?
0: Um, you they they me. are calling it the first standalone smartphone entry in the series.
1: That doesn't mean what you think it means.
0: It the other ones have all been like attached bad. to another game. awful or ported to consoles, but not necessarily full-on
1: RPGs. Uh, I've got two screenshots here on the website so I'm not sure what to take from it.
0: All right, moving on. Oh, Monster Hunter bad. World.
1: Da, 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 is da, getting da, da, an expansion. Da, 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 da. I get to play more Monster Hunter.
0: Yes, so the first expansion is called Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Um, they winter also...
1: is coming to Monster Hunter. Got <gasps> you. Bless you.
0: Um, they also announced a new crossover event.
1: No, no, let's talk more about Winter. What do you get in the Winter thing?
0: Um,. Uh, new frozen biomes new quest ranks new monsters new gear new moves
1: that sounds like all the stuff i would want how much is it
0: um no idea when's it come out fall 2019
1: oh i have to wait forever yeah and I if you in the meantime
0: um you can do the witcher 3 wild hunt crossover mm. event you too can Does relax that mean all about the Final fantasy like 14
1: Gerald. stuff's gone and i've missed my chance to kill behemoth i think so yeah oh.
0: So, uh, as part of the right. Geralt, Geralt of in Rivera R- Rivia event, He's you get <laughs> a new unique quest line with brand new gameplay to to bridge the gap between the two franchises.
1: Does that? Does I get to make potions to fight used against I, them? I don't I don't, have don't know a what's going to happen. Clue, Chris. Does that mean Monster Hunt is coming into The Witcher Three too, or no, or Gwent maybe? <laughs> Goodness.
0: So, um. Also, there's a free trial for Monster Hunter World going on play, right now.
1: When do I get to play um, Witcher 3?
0: Well, hang on. I'm, I'm talking about the free trial because oh, okay. it, it already started. It started on December 11th and it will run through December 17th. So hopefully you listen to this podcast in a timely manner. And if you don't, it sucks to be you.
2: I need to download that trial. I've, I've been hovering over the buy button of that for a week because it's been on sale for like 25 bucks. And it's like, oh. I want to try it so bad, but I don't know if I'm going to have time. All
0: right. Well, there is two events going on right now, too. Um, the first one is a return of the previously run Kulvei Taroth Siege. Um, in which you take 16 people, split into four groups of four, and they work towards completing a scenario.
1: Why do you do that? Why can I do that?
0: Um, it starts December 20th.
1: Ooh, that's a bad time for it to be going on. Yep. Sucks to be you. <laughs> I really need those weapon parts. I've never done that.
0: <laughs> yeah, this time it's going to have an arc-tempered version of the monsters. Okay, now it's going to be
1: super hard. Yeah, Ouch. increases
0: the difficulty, increases the rewards. Um, there is also upcoming a one-year World Appreciation Fest. It begins on the night of the game's first anniversary, and it will have a freshly decorated gathering hub, new quests, and new special equipment. Okay. I don't remember when the game
1: came so, out. By the way, you can go get a snowman costume for your kitty cat. Do you
0: want to build a snowman?
1: I want him to go kill my enemies.
0: All right, we have a release date for Zenki Zero, last beginning. Ouch, sorry. Yay! So, I, getting into an Uber this week, I smashed my foot into the back of the guy's chair, and now my foot is like one massive bruise. And the problem is, is that's the way that I cross my legs, and so that foot is on the bottom of the cross, and I keep having to, like, Cross them, realize I'm putting pressure on that bruise. Going ouch, and then uncrossing my legs, and yeah, life is
1: hard.
3: <laughs> I-, I thought that story was going to go somewhere else. No. Like, what does it, it have to do It with totally went zero. nowhere.
1: <laughs> I don't know why she started telling it. I'm like, because
3: my, <laughs> you... keep... be like, my foot
0: hurts. Because I keep while I'm doing the news, I'm very Thank distracted. <laughs> while I'm doing the news, I'm very distracted, so I keep crossing my ankles, and then I put my foot on top of the other foot, and then owies. okay Tell your foot to behave Behave Alright Spike Shunchoff has announced a release date For Zinky Zero Last Beginnings And it is March 19th, 2019 It will be available physically And digitally for PS4 And digitally for PC via Steam If you pre-order the game You get a copy of the soundtrack Games Soundtrack so this and, is a game where you play as characters that can't actually die; they just get clothed clones. over and they over get, again.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, re, they re they're rebirthed every like thirteen days or something. Yes, and uh-huh. they get to keep their memories though. Yes, and, and, and it's, kind of like, it's kind of it's kind of post apocalyptic, and there's like you're trying to figure out kind of how to save humanity. You're yeah, because like you're the last on this vestiges
0: of, of humanity on an island.
3: It's. I think a lot of the Danganronpa people are involved in its development, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Aren't the names of the characters themed like either by Seven Deadly Sins or? Yeah,
0: I thought... Yeah. Yep. Think so. Was it Seven Deadly Sins? It is. Okay. So, although there's eight characters, so I forget what the eighth one is.
3: Yeah. But the uh, trailer has the English voice acting in it, which also sounds pretty good. It's yeah, kind of cool. This game is getting English so voice good. acting. So mm-hmm.
0: good! I was really uh, surprised.
3: Yeah, I wasn't expecting this game to get an English dub.
0: So speaking of games that are definitely not getting English dubs, there's more information <laughs> for Atelier Lulua.
3: Stirk is back. Stirk Woo-hoo! is back. What a shock! Yep. Sturk looks pretty good. For like, he must be pushing sixty or so in that. What? <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it, Lula it like is Rorona's years? kid, and I mean, he was well into his 30s. I think he yeah, was like 35-something no, yeah, in the right. original. Yeah, you're right, and
0: then Rorona grew up, and then she was de-aged, and then she grew up again.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, like I said, I mean, there could be alchemic things going on. It's not, you know, not the first time that there's people—weirdness w- with age in the Atelier series.
0: Um, They also announced two new characters. Um, Mana is a girl who visits the orphanage where Lulua's childhood friend Ava works. And Stia is a graceful girl who meets Lulua in what is called an unspecified but unexpected place.
3: Ooh.
0: Um, They've also confirmed that the combat system will be based on the one used in Atelier, Lydie, and Suelle with added depth um and they will care there will be four characters in the battle party
3: so, But the alchemy system is going to be like the original Arland games. Yes. with some tweaks.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, cuz they're they're the mysterious um subseries added a bunch of like um ways to make items unique and super powerful and i think they're going to sort of translate that back into the Arlen
3: stuff yeah that's what it sounded like
0: so um this game is coming to north america and europe in spring 2019 for ps4 switch and pc it's coming on japan on on, on march 20th so assume close to that
1: all these people look the same age in the screenshot <laughs> they all look <laughs> 21
0: <laughs> um sad news for you chris What's that? Infinity Bla- the Infinity Blades trilogy has
1: been delisted. I don't have to worry about finishing them anymore. Yay! <laughs> this is the beauty of the digital future. Eventually, games go away, and they're permanently removed from your backlog. It's a benefit, <laughs> Anna. Didn't you
0: yeah. know that? <laughs> so, all the games and all the in-app purchases have been removed. Ouch. So if you already own the games, you can continue to play them and can still download them onto devices that have the account that they are registered to. They
3: said it was too difficult to support keeping the games around. You you can continue to download them for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. Not not forever. Eventually (laughs) they'll break and
1: they'll just pull them. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: I, I remember this being the game that people were touting as being like the definite reason why mobile game is going to kill or mobile gaming is going to kill console gaming. Hey,
3: hey, if <laughs> they didn't know it look. was going to be anime waifu uh, gambling was what was going to kill console gaming.
1: Yeah they, they thought it'd be, yeah, they thought it'd be Slicey Punch-Out, and instead it's um, anime waifu. Wifo,
0: Wifo, Wifo. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, Infinity Blade came out December 9th, 2010. So, I mean, you had eight years to play it.
1: Not enough. Where's my retro iPhone games?
0: Uh, Infinity Blade <laughs> 2 was 2011. <laughs> Infinity Blade 3 was 2013. I need to play
3: prism
1: uh, there, there built... you go,
3: Chris. That's that's the next fee- the the next thing Apple can release the uh, you know the iPhone Classic with all the games that you can't play on it yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: it's just <laughs> Trism, because that's the only one you want to play. It's like that first game with the no, triangles. No,
0: no,
2: no. Glad had... you said that, Josh. You reminded me. Uh, iPhone Classic, the uh, SNES and NES Classic are being discontinued after this year.
0: Oh. Yep. So if you don't have one, if you want them, get I'm them pretty now. Pretty
3: quick.
1: No
3: thanks. Until they release I him again. I still think we but, should
1: get a NES nope. Classic for your dad. No. Uh, mm, no. He won't play it. Okay. Um,
0: we had a couple pieces of editorial content this week. Um, Sam did an uh, editorial about um, learning empathy in Stardew Valley. And then Alex um, finished the Council. Um, all five episodes. And so he did a complete season review. So go ahead and read his thoughts. It was actually quite positive. He didn't like the way the story went, but that was about his only complaint.
1: Did he make poor choices or is it just the way the story goes?
0: Hard to say. Okay. So a little bit of uh, briefs and boxers. Briefs? Yes. Panties. Oh. Thongs. Pants. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, Square Enix released the Kingdom Hearts 3 opening movie. It has the Hikaru Utada
1: swoon. Is it have song censored to go with Winnie it. the Pooh? Censored Winnie the Pooh? No. No censored Winnie the Pooh? I don't think it
0: has Winnie the Pooh in it. Aww. Um, Near Automata Game of the Yorha Edition was announced
3: and yoko taro had a, a fantastic little yoko tweet taro, to go along with it yeah has a a
1: mind-bending statement that <laughs> you could just go and read through his little stream of consciousness there and 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 be trolled by he it.
0: he put it up on his twitter it is truly amazing yeah um nintendo has announced a mario plus Rabbids community competition oh
1: so that work it, no nintendo hasn't announced that it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft, Ubisoft it. right. yeah.
0: So um, it takes a lot longer than a brief to explain it. So check out the video and our story about it. I'm
1: watching it. the video it... right now. I want to know. Ready to push your own limits?
0: All right. Salt nope, and Sanctuary's nope, nope, physical Switch Edition is available now.
1: So replay hardcore battles with the community. How does that work? With new, With new conditions. One turn run, no shots fired. Okay, impose teams. Okay, there's three seasons of it. Winter games, spring game. Wow, they're really committing to this. Yes. Yeah,
3: this it's is cool huge. that they're keeping this game alive. Yep. Uh, complete the battles
1: and access the finals at the development studio.
3: What? Mm-hmm. I you get not a trip to Milan and Paris.
1: So <laughs> they have registration started already. December thirteenth. December yep. Where do you register? In the game. Mm.
3: Ubisoft's website.
1: And then, like, uh, do you play these things in the game, or do you play it in, like, competition gatherings? You, I don't, man. Because, like, people could just hack it, right? If you... it's in the game? I don't know.
0: You should go to the site and check it out, because this is briefs. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, you put the wrong thing in briefs, let me tell you. I'm
0: not the one that recognizes the notes.
1: I don't know who is. Alex. Thank you, Alex. <sighs>
0: Anyways, Idea Factory International has released the first um, trailer for Record of Agus War Mariage, as well as some new screenshots.
3: Now, this is appropriately in the briefs. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no. Are there any sausage screenshots? I'm Super still Ro- waiting for uh, sausage.
0: Super Robot Wars <laughs> T has a release date. Um, no sausage! So this is getting a Southeast Asia English release, and it is coming out on March 20th, 2019.
3: Day and date with a Japanese release. Yes.
0: Um, Final Fantasy XV's Final Fantasy Fourteen <laughs> collaboration quest.
1: Oh, for goodness sake.
0: Now has a standalone version.
1: Look at this chocobo.
0: So if you're interested in the Final Fantasy Fifteen cross Final Fantasy Fourteen collaboration, go in play In Final it.
1: Fantasy Fifteen, a Mikote shows up and a fat chocobo. How can you go wrong with that? Yes. Wait, how do they show up? Where do you play this?
0: I don't know. Is
1: it in the game? Is it in the online thing? I,
0: this, is, this is briefs, Chris. If I you're need, interested, you an, go find I the I need information. An, a Final
1: Fantasy 15 expert to tell me how this works. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What was that? I just saw Mantra beating up on Shiva. What is happening here? If you're what interested in playing
0: Fairy, Fence, Fairy Fencer yeah. F Advent Dark Force on the Nintendo Switch, <laughs> You can do so in January 2019. It will be available for 39.99 with a 20% two-week launch discount. This version includes all the DLC from the PlayStation 4 release. That's the end of the news. We have a question of the week. We did. Yeah. So you guys went negative next last week. Boo. Um, but you asked, what no. is your most disappointing game of the year?
1: First up, Shaman says, the world ends with you final remix, because the only profanity that should be used in the context of the game is swearing at Joshua instead of the TV controls. I don't know what that means.
0: Um,
3: I know what that means.
1: <laughs> okay. Is that a world yeah. ends with you thing? Yes. Joshua
0: yes. is unpleasant. Okay. Yes. You will spend a lot of time cursing at him.
3: It, it's kind of funny because I was reading. I was only like half paying attention when I was reading that comment the first time, and I was like, "Why is he talking about i Big? <laughs> <at mid? laughs> like, oh, right, right, character from the game." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can't wait for Chris to play the World as with you.
1: Victor says my pick for most disappointing game of the year and probably of the decade is World of Warcraft: Battle for Azeroth. Battle for I concur. Azer- Battle for Azeroth is certainly not the worst game of the year, but World of Warcraft Legion was so much fun that Battle for Azeroth's horrible story and tediously grindy gameplay were a soul-crushing follow-up. I don't want even want to log into WoW for my weekly shot at mounts from old raids anymore. Uh, in side news to that, uh, Heroes of the Storm, it was announced they're no longer doing esports stuff and they're scaling back development. I'm really worried for Blizzard. <laughs> from the Diablo phone game, to poor World of Warcraft, to scaling back hots, to the Mike Morheim leaving, guys, I think Blizzard's dying. And it, it, you're right to think that from one of these things alone to make that inference is wrong. I'm starting to see a lot of things line up here and look really scary. But I guess we need to give it more time to be sure.
3: All right. Anna doesn't want to disagree with me. You got to poke the body and see if it's dead yet.
1: Apparently, uh, Gamer Esquire wrote and said, "Most disappointing game of 2018." Have to go with Nino Kuni 2. Preferred the combat system in the original game and found the story in the sequel to be underwhelming. Biggest flaw was Nino Kuni 2's lack of challenge. I do need to go back and try the game again now that a hard mode option has been patched in, but the launch release lacked any need for strategy, and the repetitive button mashing caused me to lose interest quickly.
0: All right, so what should be our question of the week this week? Because bear in mind that this is our last podcast of the year.
1: Oh, just tell us your holiday haul.
0: Oh, I was gonna do a New Year's resolution. Oh,
1: okay. Gaming (laughs) New Year's. You have one. What are you asking us for? Well, I wasn't
0: (laughs) sure if it was a good idea or not.
1: What's yours, Anna? Well,
0: how about like gaming goals of 2019?
1: Gaming goals of 2019 sounds good to me.
0: Yeah. Okay. My gaming goals of 2019 is to play more Switch games.
1: My gaming goal of 2019 is I have a Switch again.
2: <laughs> I need to get through my backlog some because I've got a bunch of stuff that I bought, took out the shrink wrap, booped from my collection, and then just set right on the shelf.
1: My gaming goal of 2019 is to figure out how I could best serve this podcast and like only play games that I'm interested in. Does that make any sense? Instead of those, yes. two,
3: dovetail. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I don't want to. I'm tired of trying to catch up on a giant backlog. I'm tired of trying to play everything. I'm tired of feeling anxious about how I'm not playing what I should be playing for the podcast. So, how do I play stuff that I want to do and respect the fact that I don't have time to be video games omni journalist because I have a real job and stuff, and yet still find a way to be contributive to this show. And if people have suggestions, I want them.
2: (laughs) I I deal with the same thing because I get my nostalgia goggles on quite a bit. And it's like, you know, I really want to play like Final Fantasy 6 or 7 again. But does that really serve the podcast well to play crap that everybody's already played?
1: Exactly.
2: But at the same time, you know, sometimes I like revisiting older games that I love the crap out of. Uh So I don't know. I'd be curious to hear what the audience thinks of stuff like that.
0: Did Can I you... mention that there's a new randomizer mod for Final Fantasy VI called Beyond Chaos?
2: I thought I had heard about it.
0: Yeah. They're doing a Kefkat Narsh tournament right now, so it's really interesting.
1: Ooh. So unlike oh, and, the Final Fantasy IV one, you can't beat the whole thing within like an hour or two, but what people do is they run up to Kefkat Narsh and then stop there, and it's very random. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Anna, your resolution
0: needs to be more FF4.
1: I know. Ooh, I think that your resolution should be competing in tournaments for FF4. Oh,
0: I don't know if I'm ready for that yet.
1: No, that's why it's a resolution to get ready and do it. Mm-hmm. You just need to commit. That's mm-hmm. the, the thing need biggest thing. to train thing you. Just, you don't even need like a montage or anything. You're most of the way there. All you need is to get over the mental block of commitment. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you can do it. How about you, Josh?
3: Oh, I've got some backlog quit stuff that I want to do next year, but I'll probably write it up at some point over the Christmas break. I have plans.
0: Ooh, plans. <laughs> Things that I'll fail on. Here, here's Stand my actual fingers. 2019
3: gaming goal.
1: To uh, <laughs> to fully transition RP Gamer off of Amazon into DigitalOcean and stop paying extra money for our old hosting.
0: God, that would be great.
1: <laughs> Ain't that boring. <laughs>
0: All right. So what's coming out this week, Chris?
1: All right. We've got the Knights in Pen and Paper 2 Deluxe Edition for Xbox One and Switch, and I think Switch is also getting a bundle of the first couple games. Yeah, the first two games?
0: The Deluxe Edition is also The Knights and Pen and Paper 1 Deluxe Edition is also coming to Switch this week.
1: Yeah. Nino Kuni 2 Revenant Kingdoms getting that Layer of the Lost Lord DLC.
0: Do we care about this? It has been so long since we
1: played the game. Um, we do care about that. Okay. Yeah.
3: I, I just thought it was great. We were giving them crap the other week for, you know, it not coming out, and then of course they drop it right then. That's right.
2: That's serendipity. <laughs> serendipity.
3: Also
0: the out oh, wait, this week, no, we talked about it already, is uh Sega Ages Fantasy Star. You can pick Ooh. that up for seven ninety nine on the Switch.
2: So good. There you go.
0: Well, thanks everybody for listening in. Thank you, everybody, for a wonderful 2018.
1: If you want to submit your answers to the question of the week, podcast podcast.rpgamer.com, 608-729-4098, or tweet at us or post in the message thread on rpgamer.com.
0: Um, also, we are always looking for feedback for how to make the show better. Um, we love hearing from you guys. If you guys have ideas, if you think something should be changed, added, removed increased decreased even Um, if
1: you've asked us 20 times before ask us again because we're going to a new year and maybe we want to try your suggestion this time
0: so yeah shoot us an email podcast at rpgamer.com we just we love feedback we're always interested in making the show better for you guys for ourselves so thank you for a wonderful 2018 to everybody who's on the podcast regularly um you know thank you for having me yeah we have Mm -hmm. like 12 people who basically make this podcast happen uh, whether they are on the show or not and uh we appreciate everybody we really appreciate the listeners thank you guys we totally appreciate everybody who comes and hangs out every week in the twitch channel um you know thank you janesville ninja thank you vaughn thank you Ninji. thank you everybody who's given us cheers this year yeah Yay!
2: And uh, it's if I it's didn't an honor you to be on. I'm
0: sorry. Sorry, I keep cutting off, Kelly. And
1: we're honored no. to have your artwork grace our show. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it's fantastic. Our slime emote got approved, too.
0: Yay! So if you subscribe to our um, Twitch channel, you too can have an amazing slime emoji.
2: And the Valana badge, how too, how to if that it, got though. approved. Yes.
1: Except apparently I'm not subscribed. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, well, only the whoever's... channel owner is subscribed.
2: No, I was gonna say the bot, whoever has the RP Gamer account should have the badge.
1: Yes, I do. Yeah. Let well, me... Neither of us are logged in. I'm lo- right gonna log in as that <laughs> and then check that out. Uh, thanks to Dale North for making our money our our uh, our theme, but of course we paid him for it, so I guess you know it's just a job, right? But uh, and then uh, what else we got?
0: I have to tap to get my Twitch security
1: code. Oh, tell me the code. Just read it. They can't. Oh, it doesn't matter right now. So, what else we got? This has been a cool year. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: it's been a really awesome podcast year. We we did. I feel like we did more shows than we normally do. Well, Mm -hmm. we're getting
1: back from my bad habits, so thank you, Anna, for keeping us on track. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's been awesome, and
2: you guys are awesome, and the audience is awesome, and everything is awesome. (laughs)
0: Everything is awesome.
1: Oh, no,
3: yeah, it's 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 really cool to be on the podcast after listening to it for so many years.
1: So, Same. I want to know what everyone's gonna play during their their holiday break. So we got a couple weeks away from the show. What are you gonna play, Anna?
0: Um, all of the Switch games.
1: All of the Switch games. Name a couple.
0: Um, there's a cat game and a cat game and three Atelier games and uh. Shoot, what was that other game?
1: Did it have cats? No, but
0: it was was a Switch game. All right. I have it on my master list. Hang on. Hang on. How about Fantasy Star? Yeah, um, um, I'm sure that I'm getting Octopath Traveler, so I'll be playing that.
1: She has commissioned me that said, Chris, if nobody gets me Octopath Traveler, you're getting me Octopath Traveler.
0: Yeah, so what what was that indie game that we talked about a couple weeks ago that I was like, oh, I need to
1: get that? I don't know. I'm sorry. On the
0: There's so many. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, indie games on the Switch. Hmm, that that really narrow. Nah, it down.
0: That, what that doesn't narrow it down.
1: Josh, what are you playing the next couple weeks? Meridian, uh,
0: Meridian Tavern
1: Story. Oh, okay, right. That tavern game.
0: Yeah, Patty and the and the Hungry God. Got it.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, let's know. see. It's so I so sad probably... that that's an actual game. <laughs>
3: it's like, uh, there's so many on the Switch. Uh, I think I'm gonna try and stay focused and play uh, Tokyo Xanadu and Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, but we'll we'll see what Christmas does. That right. has a tendency to get you know a bunch of different things and get go off in twelve different directions at once.
1: So my goals are to play through uh, the 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 last third of Dragon Quest Eleven, the post game content. And uh, maybe some of this Nino Kuni stuff, so I'll probably not do any of that, and instead we'll play through the second Tomb Raider game at my dad's place, because he likes watching me play that movie game.
0: Oh. I was going to say, "Why don't you play uh, Dad of Kid?" Because I oh, bet you're, I <laughs> bet you he would really like watching that. Boy, Read the card, boy), boy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> What about you, Kelly?
0: Um,
2: I am gonna finish up Fantasy Star and Dancing All Night, and I might start up Mercenary Saga, but it depends on like what I get for Christmas and um how deep I get into Mercenary Saga when I when Christmas starts up. I don't I don't know. The, the world is my oyster this holiday break. I'm gonna have like a whole bunch of time off, so I got a lot to think about. Cool.
3: You, you could play the original Yakuza Kiwami. It's kind of a Christmas game.
2: Oh. Kind of like how Die Hard's a Christmas movie?
3: Totally, yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Die that, Hard that's... is a Christmas movie.
1: Fight me. Change my mind. <laughs> no. All right. Wrap it up, Anna.
0: Thank you, everybody. We will see you in 2019. What will be Yay. our first podcast in 2019? It will be January 5th.
1: See you then, everyone. So,
0: see you in three weeks, everybody. We love you.
2: Happy holidays. happy holidays. Stay safe. Bye bye. Happy New
0: Year. Bye bye.